Shalom to all. Today's daf is Gimel. However, we're starting on Beis. I'm going to Beis on the bottom. Three lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara, Amrlayer of Masna Labayer of Masna poses a question to Abayer. Hatam Nehavion. We had mentioned eight cases in the Mishnah. Four of Chiyov and four of Petur. Tartisrei Havion. There's really 12 cases because the four cases of Petur is really eight cases. The four cases of Petur, we had only mentioned one half of the person doing the Malacha. What about the other person that did the other half of the Malacha? That adds on another four cases. So it's really eight cases and eight plus four is 12. So Rabbi responds to Rabbi according to you, Shisri Havion, there should really be 16 cases in the Mishnah because the first four cases of the Mishnah, which were cases of Chiyov, so there was another person that was not actively involved in that Malacha and therefore that's another four cases of Petur. So Amrlai, so Rabbi Masna responds back to Rabbi, no, Hale Kasha, that's not a problem from the beginning of the Mishnah. Bishleim, if you're going to tell me, Gimel, Alpha on the top. But the duration of the cases of the ratio, Pater Mutter like a tani. We're not going to mention cases that you're Pater and Mutter to do what you did. El above the Seifa, but the cases of the end of the Mishnah, the Pater Aval Aser, that person did only half of the Malacha, so he's Pater, but he's still Aser to do what he did, Kasha, then we should have mentioned a full eight cases, not just four. The Gemara pauses and says, hold on one second, Rav Masna. Do we really have cases in Shabbos where they're putter and mutter? The Ha'amr Shmuel. Shmuel says, de Shabbos, putter avol aser. All, anytime we mention the word putter on Shabbos, means it's putter and it's aser to be involved in it. Bar Mahani Tlas, except for the following three cases, the putter and mutter, that a person is putter for doing what he did and it's mutter to do what he did. Lechatchila, say that Svi, trapping a deer, which is talking about a case where there's a deer in a house, someone closes the door and sits by the door, that person's chayah. However, if another person comes and sits next to him, that Second person not only is putter to do what he putter for what he did, but it's mutter for him to do what he did. But say that's nachash or tra- trapping a snake. If a snake wants to bite someone, so in order to protect himself, he's allowed to trap that snake. That's mutter umapis morsa. And someone wants to pop a pimple to get out the pus because it's very painful. That's also mutter. So we see that there's only three cases of putter mutter. So how could your Masa suggest that the cases in our Mishnah in the First part of our Mishnah, that one person's chayiv and the other one is pater umutter. So the Gemara says, no, the only reason why Shmuel needs to mention these cases, is because those cases are where you're actually involved in doing some sort of action. You're trapping a deer, trapping a snake, or popping a pimple. But pater umutter, something that a person's not involved in doing an action, such as in the case of our Mishnah, the Baal or the Ani, is just sitting there watching while the other person is doing the entire action, ikatuba. So there's many different cases like that that are mutter. However, let's get back to Rav Masna's question. We really have 12 cases in the Mishnah. Again, because the later cases, which were Pater Avil Aser, are split into two. Two guys at half of the Malachas. So there's really eight cases, not just four. So the Gemara answers. A Petur that could potentially bring this fellow to that's what we mentioned in our Mishnah. But something that cannot potentially bring this person to we don't mention those. Therefore, when a person does an Akira, so he potentially could be by doing the Hanacha, therefore we're going to say that that case is Patravel Aser. However, the other person that's involved in that action, the person that does the Hanacha, he can never be in this specific case because all he did was the Hanacha and he never did the Akira. So therefore, we're not going to count that in the Mishnah as a case that's Patravel Aser. It is Patravel Aser, but he can never 
get to Bichai Vachata, so therefore we don't mention it in Mishnah. Ask the Gemara, Shnei Petur, and how are these two fellows, Patur, Vahisavidim, Malachim, Ubinayim? They did a Malacha collectively between the two of them. The Gemara answers, Tanya Rebbe, Yemi Rebbe says, May Am Haaretz Basay saw the Pasuk tells us, from among the people by doing it. What do we learn from this Pasuk? Ha'ay says, Kula, someone's got to do the whole Malacha. Vahay says, Miktasa, not someone that does part of the Malacha. Yachid Vahasay saw, if one person does it, Chayav Yitzchayav, Shnei Vahasuay saw, if two people did it, and really it's a one person Malacha, Patur, and so then they're both Patur. It's Marnami. We have a member like this, Amrav Chia Bargamda, Nizukomipi Chabura, Amru. It was thrown from the group of Tamir Chachamim sitting and learning, meaning it was unanimous halacha that came out from the Chabura. Ba'asa, I saw the Pasuk says, by doing it, Yachit Shasas, Shasa, Chayv, one person did it, Yizchayv, Shnaimas, Shasua, Peturin, two people did it, they are Pater. Continues the Gemara. Boy, me Rav, Rav me Rabbi. Rav asks Rabbi the following question: A person's friend loaded him up with food and drinks. It could really be any sort of item or object that's permissible to move on Shabbos. And then this fellow picked himself up and walked outside. Mahu, what's the din? When he lifted his body to walk outside, is that like he's? doing an akira of this object, and therefore he'd be chayv for an akira in a hanacha, or maybe not, maybe he's moving his body, but that's not considered akira in a hanacha, he's chayv, it is akira in a hanacha, it's not similar to the case of yad, of hand in the Mishnah, the case of yad in our Mishnah is where the ani stuck his hand inside, and then the balabais put something into his hand, when the ani pulls his hand back outside, the ani is not chayv, because he didn't do akira, I, you might say, what do you mean, his hand was stationary, and now he's moving his hand. So that's like a stationary body, and now his body's moving where he's chayv. And the Gemara explains why not. My time, why not? Gufoy nayach. His body is stationary on the floor, but yaday loy nayach. His hand, even though it might be stationary, since it's not resting on the floor, it's not considered like an akira once he starts moving his stationary hand. Gimel Amun Bey's on the top. Amar Lei Ravchia Lerav Ravchia tells Rav, who was one that had posed this question to Rebbe. Bar Pachsi, Ben Gedarlim, you're a great man. Lei Minul Chadrana, I tell you, Kikai when Rebbe's involved in one Mesechta, don't ask him a question from a different Mesechta. Maybe he won't know the answer. Do you love the Rebbe Gavarabahu? If not for the fact that Rebbe was a great man, Kasafti would have embarrassed him. He's going to answer you answer that's not really a good answer. But he did answer you a good answer this time. The Tanya have a bracer to support him. And someone who's loaded up with fruit and drink from already Erev Shabbos. means Erev Shabbos. And then he brought them outside. If he brought them outside once it got dark. It's not comparable to the case of Yad. Again, because a body is stationary. So when it's resting on the ground, every time he takes a step, it's like a new Akira and a new Hanacha. Continues the Gemara Amra by Pshitali, it's understood to me. Yadishal Adam ain't like Kirshasuram, like Kirshasuyachid. A person's hand is not like Kirshasurabim or like Kirshasuyachid. Kirshasurabim lay down, his hand is not like Kirshasurabim, Miyadi the Ani. We know this from the hand of the Ani, because when the Ani, who's in the Rishasurabim, sticks his hand inside, and then the Baalbais takes something from it, the Baalbais isn't considered like he took something from a Rishasurabim. And Kirshasuyachid lay down, and a hand is not like Kirshasuyachid, Miyadi the Baalbais. We learn this from the hand of the Baalbais. So when the Baalbais sticks his hand outside, and the Ani takes something from it. It's not like the Ani's taking something from a Rishasayachid. So now Abai continues with this line of thinking and says, Bay Abai, Yadishal Adam, the hand of a person, since it's not really it doesn't really follow the rishos that the body of the person is in. So are we going to establish a person's hand to be like a karmelis? We already said that a karmelis is, has similarity to rishos Rabbim, similar to rishos Yachid, and you're not allowed to do any sort of haitzah transfer from rishos Rabbim or rishos Yachid 
to a Carmelist or vice versa. Do we canas him, penalize him to bring his hand back to himself? He started a Malacha Be'iser, he put his hand from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh Hashanah and it has something in it. Are we going to say, you're not allowed to bring your hand back to yourself? It's like a Carmelist. You yourself are standing Rosh Hashanah. Now if you take your hand, from, move it from Rosh Hashanah to yourself, you're in essence moving a Carmelist. So therefore, we're going to canas you to say you're not allowed to move it. So the Gemara attempts an answer. Tashma, we have a Brisa. A person's hand is full of fruit, and he puts it outside. One manda says you're not allowed to bring it back in. Another manda says you're allowed to bring it back in. My love, must be they're arguing. That his hand is like a caramelist, and therefore he's not allowed to bring it back to himself. It's not like a caramelist, and therefore you are allowed to bring it back to yourself. The Gemara says, no. Really, your hand is like a caramelist. So what's the explanation of this? One is talking about where your hand is above ten tefachim, and one is where your hand is below ten tefachim. The airspace of Rosh Hashanah does not extend indefinitely. It goes only up until ten tefachim. So if a person's hand is above ten tefachim, it's considered like it's in a makkah and patur, and we know that you're allowed to make a transfer from Rosh Hashanah or Rosh Hashanah into makkah and patur. However, it's underneath ten tefachim, so it's part of the Rosh Hashanah him, so therefore we would kenas him and he's not allowed to bring his hand back inside. Or alternatively, both cases are talking about where his hand is under 10 tefachim. His hand is not like a caramelist. Okay, so why is he not allowed to bring his hand back in? One is where he put his hand outside already on Erev Shabbos. One is where he put his hand outside once it became dark on Shabbos, if you put a sand outside Erev Shabbos, like on Surah Abanan, we're not going to penalize him from bringing it back inside. But once it gets dark, on Surah Abanan, so then we're going to knas him and not allow him to bring it back inside. Ask the Gemara, the opposite makes more sense. If he put it on outside Erev Shabbos, if he throws the object out of his hand, he's not going to be chayv because even though he did a hanacha on Shabbos, he didn't do the akira on Shabbos, so like in Surah Abanan, we should knas him and shouldn't, we shouldn't allow him to bring it back inside when he put it outside on Erev Shabbos, but Mishich but when he put it outside, once it got dark, now if he throws the object out of his hand, he will come to Bichai V'chatos, so then we should not knas him, because we don't want him to come to a case where he's Chai V'chatos, and we from the fact that we did not say that, meaning we do not mind if this person is going to be knas, and he might end up being Chai V'chatos, we have a potential answer to a question that bothered Rav Bibi Barabai. Dubai Rav Bibi Barabai, he asked the following question, a person stuck bread inside of an oven. Back in the day, their ovens were not like ours. Their ovens for baking bread were these cylindrical type of ovens, similar to the one-eyed pita guy in the Bukharan Shuk that was there um, about 50 years ago until about 10, which is when I think he passed away, where you take bread, you slap it to the side of this oven, and then after it gets baked, you kind of have to take it off with a special stick or whatnot. So a person did this on Shabbos. He put this bread inside this oven on Shabbos. He did we allow him to take it out of the oven before he comes to Chiv Chatas? Why wouldn't we allow you? There's an Isra Drabanan to take bread out of this oven. Why? It's an omnis, it's a special skill, it's not a malacha, however, we're afraid that if a person, if other people see you doing this, so they're going to think that you're cooking on Shabbos, and that's a problem of either Maris Ayin, maybe other people are going to come to cook on Shabbos, however, are we, Rabbi Barbai's question was, are we going to allow you to take this bread out of the oven before your Chayv Chatas, or no? Are we going to say, since you did this malacha be'iser, you started it be'iser, we're not going to allow you to take it out of the oven, even though you're going to come to Chayv Chatas once it bakes. So, 
Let's learn that we do not allow you to take it out the same way we do not allow you to bring your hand back into your shos. And even though if you throw the object down, you're going to be chayav chatas. So the Gemara says, you're right. You're right. Maybe your Bibi Barabai doesn't have a question and we have a great answer. Or alternatively, we'll tell you, we don't have an answer for Bibi Barabai's question. There's a difference between the cases. One's where he did it inadvertently, one's where he did it advertently on purpose. When a person does it inadvertently, like in Surah Abanan, we're not going to kenas you, so we're going to allow you to take the bread down or we'll allow you to bring your hand back inside Bemezid. But if you did it intentionally, then Kansura Abanan, we're going to kenas you. Or if Ibai Sema, alternatively, a different answer. We're talking about both cases are Bemezid. Do we kenas you? Do we penalize you when you did something Bemezid? Because maybe you're going to end up doing it Bemezid. That's what their machlaik says. Marsav or Kansu Shagigatu Bemezid. That we will kenas you when you did something Bemezid. You're not allowed to take the bread down. You're not allowed to bring your hand back inside because maybe you're going to end up doing it Bemezid if we don't kenas you. And Umar we're not going to kenas you if you did something b'shaygig. Vibay same. Alternatively, another answer is We're not going to kenas you. We're talking about two different cases here. One is where you want to bring your hand back into the same chatzer that you are currently standing in. Khan. On the top, we're talking about where you want to now take this object and throw it into a different chatzar. This following question: A person's hand is full of fruit, and he put it outside. Is he allowed to bring it back into the same chatzar where he's currently standing in? So Rav Nachman answers him: Mutter, you're allowed to. So then he asks him: What about? Are you allowed to throw this object into a different chatzar? Usser, you're not allowed to. So he asks him, Mashna, what's the difference? So Rav Nachman's answer is, When you measure out for me, or if you eat for me, a kur of salt. This is just an expression, a light expression, saying it's obvious that these two cases are different. What's the difference between the cases? In a case where a person, he's attempting to take this object out of the chatzar. So now if we say, you're allowed to bring it back into the original chatzar, okay, so his machshava wasn't accomplished. This object is still in the original chatzar where it started, so that's okay. But Hacha, in the case where he wants to throw it into a different chatzar, and we don't allow him to do that, why not? Because it's a vida machshavasai. If we allow you to place it into a different chatzar, you've accomplished what you wanted to. You wanted to get this object out of the current chatzar and move it to a different place. Therefore, we're going to kenas you and we're not going to allow you to throw it into a different chatzar, even though he's not going to be chayav chatas because it's from one rishasayachet to another rishasayachet. However, we're not going to allow you to do, accomplish your machshava because you started the malacha be'iser, you did an akira, and you, sent, you brought it outside and that malacha was started by Esser. So we have many different ways of understanding these two different cases. Everyone should have a wonderful, fantastic day.